When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Well, the Jets and the Giants both finished their season yesterday. They didn't watch the playoffs from the outside. But if you're a Jet fan, you feel a little bit better about things than a Giant fan does right now. And that's a perfect intro for our next guest. Today's Robert Sala report is brought to you by Nissan and DraftKings Sportsbook. Coaches, Michael, Don, and Peter, how you doing today? I'm good. How you guys doing? We're doing okay. All right, so um, we just had on Zach Wilson. Let me ask you the same thing. You'd been in the NFL for a long time. What was the biggest surprise in the big seat, in the big chair? What was the biggest uh, adjustment that you had to make going from, like, a coordinator to running the whole show? You know, the, um, the administrative aspect is uh, – SOB, <laughs> you know, you just uh, your day gets broken up so often that you, you 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 can't really get a chunk of film where you just sit there for about five six hours where you can knock out a lot of tape and um, your day gets fragmented is uh, segmented a lot. So it's um, you know it's a, a tremendous learning experience with the, with regards to balancing your schedule and uh, and something that I look forward to attacking this off season and trying to get this schedule the right way where I can get a bigger block to watch tape and be more involved and. Uh, and helping the team win games. Do you think you became a better coach as the season went on? Yeah, you you know you get used to your role and you get used to the 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 weekly surprises, if you will, the the weekly obligations. And um, so, with regards to the administrative aspect, I think it uh, it became second nature. And uh, like anything, with more reps you get, the better you get at it. So it's um, you know I'm just excited to be able to get to this off season and. You know, no disrespect to all the media and all that, but to have that set aside so I can focus on the uh, coaching staff and, and finding ways to help this team get better and um, uh, is, is exciting to me, especially with uh, the self-scout and all the different things that we've got going on with regards to the draft and free agency. So um looking forward to the offseason, but uh, disappointed that obviously our season's not done, but there's always stuff to look forward to. Are you happy with where this team is right now? Um, you know, it's a, it's a good question because you're never satisfied with, with the amount of wins you have. Like there's at the end of the day, only one team is going to be happy, right? That's, that's whoever wins the Super Bowl, And, um, and you know, there's people who are satisfied and there's people who like the direction you're going in. And I think we're in that category where we're excited about the direction we're going in. We're not satisfied. We're not happy. Um, but we're we're excited about the direction we're going in because I think we've been able to really focus on the main thing in terms of building a foundation. We've took take on a, took on a really really cool development aspect with regards to the youth of our team and and what's exciting is that we've gotten better uh, throughout the year. We played in a playoff atmosphere yesterday and it was I think it was. 13-10 or 16-10 in the fourth quarter, somewhere around there, and it's uh, with a chance to make a play to, to, to take a lead. But uh, obviously it didn't work out that way. But um, we're, we're, we're excited about the direction we're going in, but, but not at all satisfied or happy 
because at the end of the day, we want to be in December playing meaningful games, getting the playoffs, winning championships, and that's that's the ultimate goal for everybody. Yeah, I think sports has really changed a lot, Robert, in the last decade. And here in New York, uh, the last two giant coaches didn't last two years. Uh, the last Jet coach didn't last two years. And people talk about five-year plans. I don't think they exist anymore. So let me ask you, do you feel pressure to, to be a playoff contending team next year? You know what? It's um, I, I, That's not something I've got control over, right? Like if uh, – if somebody wants to, uh, the way people see development is it's up to you. You know, my job is to come in here, do the best I can with with uh, with with working with Joe and bringing in the right guys and developing the right schemes and and getting guys to putting guys in position to be successful. Uh, but but you're right. At the end of the day, I mean, it's it is phenomenal. And in, in the the age of social media and the I want it now world and generation, it's. Uh, the understanding of development and how to develop players. We get so enamored with the anomalies of this league, the the Herberts, the Jamar Chases, the the guys who are the Nick Bosa's of the world where it's like everybody glorifies that, which is deserved, but that's what everyone's chasing. And so you spend so much chasing, so much time chasing the anomaly that you forget the what, what actually wins in this league and that's developing. Uh, developing the the back end of your roster, developing those third, fourth, fifth, sixth round draft choices, uh, the undrafted free agents, developing them, and those guys take time, and those are the ones that win you championships. And every once in a while, an organization that lacks patience hits hits the jackpot, and they end up with one of those anomalies, and and everyone thinks that's the way to go. But at the end of the day, the you know you look at Andy Reid and the way he was able to develop that uh, Chiefs roster. You know that took time. Uh, the way um, Arizona, year three, um, uh, when we were in San Francisco, it took three years. Uh, Cincinnati was two and fourteen, four and twelve, and here they are; they're going to the playoffs. So it takes. Um, at the end of the day, the teams with longevity have developed their roster, and uh, and it's something that we're looking forward to do. We're building it. We're trying to build a team that's got longevity, and a team that this entire market can be proud of for year for years, rather than just spurts. Now, did COVID at all, Coach, put you in a tough spot as far as evaluation, maybe giving a, a guy more minutes than you wanted to or play a guy quicker than you wanted to? You know what? I, and, and the you know, through tragedy, people can experience grace. So, you know, COVID, I think, affected every team equally. I mean, it, obviously, we got hit pretty hard. But, you know, it gave guys who we were not anticipating getting opportunities a chance to go shine. And it was like, you know, we Yaboa gets an op and he does a heck of a job through injury and COVID. And a bunch of guys stepped up and, and took their opportunity and ran with it. And and I think that's what's great about this league is that guys get an opportunity. They show that they belong. And it's like, all right, let's let's continue to work with this dude and give him a chance to develop and give him more time, give him more reps, get him in practice more. And, um and I think that's the glory of this league that I think a lot of people miss for what I said earlier about chasing the anomaly rather than looking at all these guys who are, who start like, let's talk Braxton Berrios for a second, you know, just a guy, no one's really expecting much in OTAs. No one's really expecting much in training camp. He's just okay. And then all of a sudden he hits this string of games where he's really found the niche in his, in his offense and the offensive play callers found the role for him. And now everybody wants, Everybody wants Braxton, including us. You know, like it's 
so fantastic for him. Like those are the those are the stories. Those are the are the guys that I think are the norm. And um, and so through COVID, to answer your question, I think there's a lot of guys uh, in through COVID who've been able to step up and show that they belong and that they deserve to be worked with. Do you want your offensive and defensive coordinators back? Oh yeah, tier one man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, we had Wilson on, and Wilson said it was amazing how much uh, Lafleur improved as the season went on, and obviously Zach did as well. Did you see that improvement? Yeah, you know, you you see it from everyone. I think um, you know, you you look at, you know, obviously offensively. Statistically, it's not going to be what everybody wanted, especially after yesterday. It was it kind of killed the progress that they had been making. But uh, but I'm not going to let one game disrupt what I think they were able to do from a progress standpoint. I don't think Zach once played with any of his full repertoire of players. I think he always had somebody shuffling in and out of the lineup. Um, and that's hard, especially in our system, where our system is designed to get players the ball. And so... You know, we don't just line a guy up at at the single receiver side and just throw goal balls and fades and slants. We we have all these condensed space uh, alignments. We run these jet sweeps. We run these post snap motions and uh, uh, post snap movements. And everything is designed to get a specific guy the ball. And you know, when so when the play caller is, you know, he's he he is presenting a game plan and. You know, one week it's this dude, and another week it's Berrios, and another week it's Crowder, and another week it's more, and it's like everyone's shuffling in out of the lineup. That's not only hard for him, but it's hard for the quarterback uh, to be able to get into a rhythm in terms of, you know, just dialing in with the coordinator and the play caller. So um, so I do think they, they've all gotten a lot better in terms of uh, just the identity at which we're, what, we were trying to, what we've been trying to establish and, uh, and the direction that everybody's going. I know, Coach, you're definitively not the kind of guy who would take joy in, in someone else's misery, but uh, but you do seem like someone who has a lot of gratitude. Do you take a moment to appreciate a day like this when you're hearing about so many coaches and them worrying about what their situation is and at least having this year where you know you guys did enough things to feel good about at least this off season and what you're heading into next year? You know, um, I'll be honest. I, I struggle with today uh, mightily. Um, because a lot of the guys who are having to move families are my friends. They're, they're people I've worked with. They're, and it's not even just the head coaches. It's the assistant coaches who are displaced. It's the players who are going to be affected, uh, uh, all the bubble players who are affected because the new staff is coming in and they're going to want their own players. And it's so, so I, I'll be honest, I, I, I can't stand today. Um, I can't stand this week. I hate everything about it uh, because, one, you've got an end of your season when you're trying to chase a championship, and, two, you see a lot of friends and a lot of family and um, a lot of people blowing up my phone looking for a job, and um, that part of this business, although it's what we sign up for, it's it's the most hateful part of this business. So, Did you get a chance to watch last night's game? Uh, you know, I was watching it on the plane. It's phenomenal. Did you? Uh, would you have played for a tie or would you have played to win? Play to win. Make the Even though a rivalry. tie gets you in? Send them home. Keep them in disarray. <laughs> <laughs> but what a game that was, huh? Holy oh, my cow. God. <laughs> it was, uh, it's, it's typical football, right? Like, um, you know, we, I don't know if I've told you guys this, but like in, in football, the first half is about scheme and players feeling one another out, right? Like you're trying to feel, 
you're hearing calls and all that. Then the third quarter comes in and it's about adjustments. And like the fourth quarter comes around, like everyone's guns emptied. You shot all your bullets. You don't have a knife. No one has a weapon. The play callers called all those plays. You know what all their checks are. They know what all your checks are. Like they, they know all the verbiage. So the fourth quarter comes and it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a boxing match. Like it's a bare knuckle boxing match. Uh, just a straight street fight about of one-on-ones and, Yesterday's game was pretty cool because you see the stars rise up. The Herberts of the you see Herbert, you see Carr, you see uh, Keelan Allen, you see Bosa, you see uh, Crosby. Like these guys, it seemed like the same guys. Waller just over and over again, just standing in the middle of the ring, haymaker after haymaker after haymaker, fourth down conversions. I, I thought it was unbelievable and the epitome of what football is about in terms of getting to the fourth quarter. And 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 playmakers making plays to win football games like that was classic, and um, I thought it was so cool. And it's it's something that we look forward to. It's, we feel like we got some of those guys on our team. They're just they're young pups and they're developing. And it's uh, it's going to be fun to continue to develop them and add them. So when we're in those situations, we've got we've got those dudes making those plays. How happy were you for your old team? The 49ers really came back and won a great game, and Garoppolo was great. Oh man, it was. Uh, I, I got confused because I looked up and I saw twenty four seventeen, and there was no time on the clock. And I was like, right. oh, you know, like I was, I was disappointed for him. And um, and then I looked up and I saw it was twenty four twenty four in overtime. I was like, oh shoot, <laughs> and uh, found out they won. So it was. Uh, it's awesome. I uh, love all of them. I think D'Amico Ryan's has done a phenomenal job. Uh, he's definitely gonna be a head coach. Uh, if not this year, very soon. And um, Kyle, obviously, you guys know the respect I have for him, so it's really cool for them. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. You know, it sounds like you answered my question. Can you enjoy these games as a fan, or do you find yourself coaching from afar when you're watching somebody else? No, I'm I'm strict, strictly fan. We're we're it's it's hard because you know we're Packer fans, we're Niner fans, we're Rams fans. Um, you know, and they're all in the same division. But uh, you know, we're we're, we're fans, and uh, you know, from here, and it's uh, rooting for all of them. Um, you know Dan Quinn sitting in, uh, with the Cowboys, so you're rooting for him. Gus Bradley, who's like a uh, a second father to me, is uh, is in the playoffs with the Raiders, so rooting for him. Like it's like I told you, like I said earlier, that's why I hate this week. You know, like the the this whole football community is a brotherhood, uh, players, coaches, all of us, and so you never you hate you hate this aspect of it, but uh, but the playoffs, there's there's also joy in it, and there's there's it's a time to be a fan for all the people who have made an impact in in my life uh, from a coaching standpoint. So it's it's gonna be a fun month. I'm curious, coach, um, of the teams you played this year, who's the best team? Oh man, I feel like we played a lot of them, bud. Um, <laughs> you know, Buffalo, they, they all present different challenges, right? Like uh, Buffalo is. Uh, probably the most complete team when you look quarterback run game pass game their defense is ridiculous um you look at new england and their defense miami and their defense um you know going you know uh uh guy i feel like every week we're playing one of the top five defenses in the league and um but i, I would i'd probably say buffalo uh you know they're um they're complete they've got they've got everything they've got a heck of a coaching staff they they're they're sound and they're explosive um really really talented group i'm curious you you will you will tell us when when coaches shake hands at at midfield what exactly is being said so what did you say to mcdermott yesterday uh you know i told him good luck in the playoffs and give him hell you know uh there's uh a lot of respect i think amongst coaches um Otherwise, it's a stay healthy, and then you walk away. But, <laughs> but uh, I've got a lot of respect for I got a lot of respect for Sean and the people in this division. And um, uh, you know, I, I I don't know if I've run into a, a jerk of a coach yet. So it's uh, so you know, just just a lot of a lot of respect and admiration for the different ways that everyone does things. And um, so with with Sean yesterday, it was you know just good luck in the playoffs, give him hell, and uh, represent the division. I don't now know you if you think about it. You got four wins, and two of them are against playoff teams. That you know, one's going to be home next week, and the other one's on a bye. So that's pretty good. No, and and you know what? And we had Tampa on the ropes, another division yeah. winner, and we had we were within a score. With you know, it was you, you don't take uh, um, moral victories, but you know, we, we lost forty-eight to ten. Uh, I think it was forty-eight ten to Buffalo, and uh, and then to go to their place and be within a score in the fourth quarter battling. Uh, was pretty cool, but uh, to, just from a defensive standpoint, with the with how far we went, how, how far we've come, didn't turn the ball over. 
uh, when we had, I think, four turnovers, four or five turnovers the first time we played them. So uh, it was it was was good to see the progress, but also I I I think I speak for everyone in that it left us hungry in terms of we've got we've got more of a gap to close, and uh, and it's something that we look forward to doing over the course of this off season. You know, there there are many reasons to think you're a good guy, but I will tell you this: you you lost. 14 games and you never were able to move into your house all those kids in one small apartment how did you keep your sanity you know what um so i i kind of think it's a blessing you know like um it it, it has been tough but like the you know there's nine of us in a two-bedroom apartment right and i'm like man it's but i look at all my kids there there's seven of them squished on two beds but it's kind of the way i grew up you know like um in terms of they, they, you know, they're calling Morgan Moses' kids, they're calling Ricky Manning's kids, and they're like, hey, meet me in the lobby, and they're playing in the courtyard, and they're, they're, it's like this little entourage that just that owns, that owns this apartment complex, and I'm just laughing. I'm like, we're going to move into our house that's, that doesn't have a neighbor within a half a mile, and it's like they're going to be bored. <laughs> so, like, they're, they're, they're kind of living a really cool life. And even though my wife and I can't stand it, I look at my kids because they don't know any better, and I'm like, these guys will never forget this, this year, and it's going to be the greatest year. They're going to look back at this as the greatest year of their lives, and, uh, and I think it's a reason why they're so close. I mean, it's a tight-knit group, and I, I couldn't be happier. Like, we're, we're very blessed in this moment, and it's uh, because of the we were forced to be so close, and I, I, and I think sometimes we lose that as families. Well, I think I speak for Don and Peter as well. Uh, you lost 14 games, uh, 13 games this year, and you showed up every Monday. You were always kind with us. You always answered all mm-hmm. of our questions. Uh, we can't thank you enough. I mean, this is something you, you don't have to do. So thank you, Coach, and we, we wish good things for you moving forward and that you have a good off season. But, again, really cool to have you on every Monday. You've been great, so thank you. No, I appreciate you guys, and hopefully next year we can talk about more wins. That'd be nice. That'd it. be nice. Uh, to, trust me, that's all anyone wants to know. I, I'm sure as, as as hard as the New York media is, I know you guys don't want to talk about losses every week. So um, um, no we'll do our part. We'll keep working, I promise. All right, thanks, Coach. It. Be well. All right, guys. Yes, Take sir. Care. Take care. All right, that's today's Robert Sala Report brought to you by Nissan. Nissan's an easier choice than ever with their exciting and fuel-efficient lineup. Now get great offers across their full line. Shop at your local Nissan store on NissanUSA.com and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code GREEN for a special offer when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Can you imagine seven kids in a two-bedroom apartment? I mean, one bedroom's for mom and dad. You could have just stopped after seven kids. That's true. But I mean, in- Don and I could speak. I mean, it's a, it's a bear with two kids. He's got seven kids in yeah. one bedroom. You can have a mansion with two and, and be going crazy. So, well, and you he know, seems to you be know able the to feeling. It. It's tough, but it uh, sounds like he's able to prioritize correctly, right? When, when you get these coaches that just seem to like can't uh, allow the family to get in the way of the preparation, it sounds like he's doing a pretty decent balancing act. I mean, I, can you imagine right now if you could weigh the Q scores of the two head coaches in this town? Oh, it's unbelievable. People on Twitter are saying the same thing, Peter. I, I'll tell you why. I don't know what type of coach he's going to be. It did look like, look like they improved, but he's a du- he's a decent dude, man. He really is. We've we've dealt with coaches over the twenty years that we've had the show. Some we like, some we don't. Some are like pulling teeth. This guy is like he ta- he talks like a human being. Well, he really say, does. Thank you. 
I mean, he's saying all the same things that the coaches that uh, the coach speak, but the sentiment's different. You know, like this, he's actually that's a great way of putting. He's it, actually man. speaking a, a, a language other than football. Like he's a human being saying the same stories, but at, without the simple cliches that get thrown at you as if they're just kind of just barking out like words that don't mean anything to us. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm actually talking to a human being, not a coach. No, he's he's the kind of dude who if he had two really rough years, you wouldn't feel bad about him getting a shot at the third year because you'd go, I'm just rooting for this guy. Some other people who remain nameless um, have not done anything to ingratiate themselves to the fan base this year where you go, you know what, I've heard enough. I just, I've heard enough. Well, Butter wants to also talk about, uh, she's jumped up on the uh, the table here. She uh, she likes uh, Robert Sala as well. How so could she not? that's a good thing, yeah. Um, 1-800-919-3776, a big, uh, a big football weekend, another one coming up. We have a national championship game as well. It's Kayla Greco, Rosenberg, and you right here on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.